Hello, and welcome back to Novel Gaming, a podcast about video games and books with a catnip of other pop culture. (laughs) I'm Vicky. I'm Doug. And I'm Katie. And today on the pod, we are talking all things cat games. And uh, yeah, I know. This is like so long overdue. I'm so excited for this. Um, We are doing kind of a game club. If you remember, we did a game club once before about a different Mm -hmm. animal protagonist game. And I am so (laughs) much Banjo-Kazooie. No, I wasn't going to say the name. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I will. It's Banjo-Kazooie. It's a bear that I did not like. Retroactively. Needless to say, I am much more excited to talk about this one. So if you haven't guessed, we're talking about the game Straight today. It's a brand new release, and we have been pumped about this game since it debuted at E3 or since we started seeing trailers. So we're, we're jazzed. Uh, but before we talk about our favorite kittens, uh, let's chat about what we've been reading and watching these past few weeks. So Doug, what have you been reading? Hi, Hi. I am so excited to talk about cats yes. that I consumed... All cat media. Oh my god! Yes. Job I was hoping, this is it was too ambitious for me to do this week, but yes, go. So I read a series on Marvel Unlimited called Marvel Meow. Oh, it's an Infinity comic, so it's part of their Infinity series. So it is a vertical, vertical reading, like scroll based comic, oh, um, and it is all about. Uh, cats in the Marvel Universe, and it kicks off with Black uh, Widow and, um, shoot, who's the other one? I don't know, some other hero, but Black Widow is one of them, and they need to have somebody look after their cats while they're away. Uh, And over the course of the series, these cats get passed from different Marvel superhero to different Marvel superhero, but also other heroes' cats, like, join the group. Ah. So eventually there's just, like, a bunch of these cats doing cat things in, like, standard Marvel settings. Nice. Uh, and it's super cute, and each issue is very short. It's, like, a, it's a lovely little, like, Aww. cute pick-me-up of a series. Aww. Nice. Yeah, and I would very much recommend. Hi. <laughs> I'm interested in knowing more about which superheroes have cats because yeah. I'm interested in cat people. Um, so <laughs> I know you said you can't remember, so I will probably Google later who those other I remember some superheroes of them. are. Ooh. I'm just for some reason blanking Electro. on who the other... Mr. Mr. Six, Rhino. It's never gonna go away. I do. I remember some of them. Uh, Captain Marvel famously has a cat-like alien. It looks just Mm -hmm. like a cat. So the Florkin makes an appearance. Um, There is a Doctor Doom. Uh, Doctor Doom appears in an issue. It's not really all about him or anything, but he appears in an issue and sees all these cats and then makes his own little like. Doctor Doom robot cats. So lots of cats of all sorts. Oh, uh, lots of different heroes. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And there's nice. an issue where they name them all, so you can even learn oh, all their names if you want to. Yes. Very cute. Amazing. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good find. I had no idea it existed until I was looking for some cat comics to read. So nice. Good good find. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, what have you been reading? I unfortunately could not find a cat book to read, though I did read a cat book earlier in the year. Um, But I am reading right now, it's called Reverie by Ryan LaSala or LaSala, not really sure. And I don't know much about this book because I like just started it yesterday. Um, It appears like this, I got it because it was listed under like 
gay stuff. So uh, got it. And this high schooler named Kane woke up on the side of a river, but doesn't remember how he got there or what's going on. But it seems like they, I think it's like a fantasy book. So I feel like there's, I don't know if it's magic or something else like magic or whatever, but there's something going on and also something I think sinister happening. So I'm excited to keep reading and see what happens. How did you find this book? It sounds like a lot of it is like into the unknown. Yeah. I don't know what Into the Unknown is. Uh, like you don't know oh, much about going, it? I didn't I want to say was... it sounds like a book you don't know anything about. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It is a book I don't know anything about. I thought Into the Unknown was a book that you oh, were referencing oh, oh. because this no, sounds sorry. like that. I am going Into the Unknown. Absolutely. Um, it was on a list. I think in Libby, you can like click mm. categories and it'll just have a bunch of books. And so I clicked on LGBTQ plus and... I saw this and it was called Reverie and it had a kind of sparkly looking cover. Hell yeah. <laughs> sparkles are good. Glitter yeah. is bad, I like but this sparkles method. are good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I that's how I got into this unknown. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh Vicky, what have you been reading? Well, um I have just started our book club pick. Oh, so um, I started We Ride Upon Sticks. This is Doug's pick by Quan mm-hmm. Berry. Um, and so I'm very excited for that uh, in two weeks. But I do want to do like an oldie but a goodie shout out for a book. Mm-hmm. So Doug, you read this book with me as well, but it's a cat book. Um, so I think probably like three years ago, I read The Traveling Cat Chronicles by Hiro Arikawa. Oh my gosh. Do you remember this book? Yeah, I forgot about this book though until you mentioned it just now. Wow. Yeah, so uh, it was a Japanese translation and I think it was like an NPR recommendation. Um, But I read it and immediately like I got it from the library, but like I had to have it, like something I needed for my collection. And Mm -hmm. it to me, it's an incredibly moving animal book. Um, it reminds me of like, w- we're going to talk about cats later, but like my relationship with cats and just how like special they are. Uh, so I did want to shout that book up because it's not, it's not very long, um, but it's very interesting. It's uh, narrated from the cat's perspective, which seems mm-hmm. goofy at first, but if you stick with it, I think it's, it's really rewarding. So I did want to shout out Traveling Cat Chronicles. Nice. Yeah. Wow. That was, I just checked. We read that uh, over three years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, great. <laughs> I, I literally think about it all the freaking time. Like, that's how much of an impact it had on me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I have to reread it. I know. And there's times where I want to, but I'm like, I don't know if I can do this right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. Nice. I'll have to read it for the first time. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I recommend it. Uh, Doug, are you watching anything? I watched a an anime film called A Whisker Away. Because oh. I was trying to find a cat movie. Yeah. <laughs> a Whisker Away. What is that on? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is on... What did I watch it it's on? I Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Uh, and it is about... It's really... It's very sweet. It's very uh, Studio Ghibli 
esque, but it is mm-hmm. not a Ghibli movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a Miyazaki movie, but it has some very similar elements. Um, like it feels very inspired by like the nineties uh, Renaissance, like Disney mm-hmm. Renaissance, but mm-hmm. it also has like very tonally very Miyazaki vibes to it. It's about this girl um, who uh makes a deal with this cat deity uh to have a cat mask that allows her to turn into a cat whenever she wears it um and this allows her to sort of um like escape certain things happening in her life she's like a high school student i think or middle school student i'm not exactly sure how old she is but uh oh it says junior high school student so um so she uses this ability to turn into a cat to sort of navigate certain areas of her life and it is very sweet um it's very warm but also very um like a little bit tough at times you know it's a bit of a coming of age type thing um and very beautiful very beautiful movie nice yeah oh that's cool i've not i've not seen that one pop up on netflix but it sounds like something i would definitely like yeah it's uh if you i I would say if if you like studio ghibli movies like this is worth checking out if you're like super into them maybe you'd be like this isn't good enough but (laughs) um, i think if you just like the vibe of a of a miyazaki film or a ghibli movie it has that yeah i like the whimsy so yeah oh very whimsical yes good nice yay oh what about you katie what are you watching i uh did do a little cat watching for this one you just went outside and watched cats yes gosh (laughs) (laughs) i wish i don't you know i don't see a lot of random cats walking around my my area um so i'm just assuming they're all happy in homes around here what about Um, what about porch cat Oh, porch, cats? porch cat has not come to visit me. I live in an apartment mm. building, and a cat definitely scaled across some balconies, which is very dangerous <laughs> yeah. to come visit me a couple of years ago. Uh, but you know, I had a conversation saying like, "This is maybe dangerous," and I have not seen <laughs> porch cat back. I texted Doug and Vicky because I was like, "What do I do? Yeah. Help me with this cat." That's yeah. on my porch. Because <laughs> I don't live on the first floor. I live no. yeah. a, a couple floors up. So, yeah. Jeez. There's an element of danger. But the cats I did watch. So, I watched a couple episodes of Adventure Time that are just <gasps> Fiona and Cake episodes. Yes. Yeah. And I forgot, like, so much about how they set that up. So, I just legit Googled which are the Fiona and Cake episodes and then found and watched like three or four of them. And I forgot that it was a fanfic that the Ice King wrote. (laughs) (laughs) He did a gender swap fanfic of Finn and Jake. Yeah. And they find it. Yeah. (laughs) He like openly reads it to like the princesses he has captured. Um, And then like other characters start to create their own fanfic around it. Like saying, like, you know, Marceline did one where they talk with Marshall Lee, uh, which mm-hmm. is the uh, boy version of Marceline. Lumpy Space Princess made one about Lumpy Space Prince. So uh, they're really funny. And I like I totally forgot that it was a fanfic, which makes it even better. So I'll probably actually continue watching and finish out the, the Fiona and Cake episodes, but I'm, Hell yeah. I'm not done with them yet. 
<laughs> there was supposed to be, and I say supposed oh, to be yeah. because I believe it was supposed to be an HBO Max thing, and we all know how that's going. Um, uh, there was supposed to be a Fiona and Cake limited series mm-hmm. uh, that was supposed to be on HBO Max, but H- but Discovery, I'm going to say Discovery because they own HBO at this point. It's their mm-hmm. fault. Um, have been axing animated projects oh, left yeah. and right uh, yeah. over there. So I don't know if that one's making it, but we'll uh. see. I haven't checked. I'd be down for it if it does, so. Me too. Yeah, so that's my uh, my cat watching. I also binged Never Have I Ever. They put the new the newest season on Netflix recently, the third season. And it's about a high school girl. It's, ri- it's I think, written by Mindy Kaling. Or she's oh. involved with it. Mm. And it's like uh, navigating high school and relationships and, you know, both romantic and friendship and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and it's super good. Aww. And made me laugh out loud. Oh, that's always a good sign. Ooh. Yeah. I've heard good things about it, but I have not yet checked it out. Yeah, I'd recommend. Uh, so, Vicky, what are you watching? So, I don't have a cat watch thing, um, <laughs> <laughs> really. But <laughs> I did finally watch something that I think you all will be excited about that's still not Good Night, Moon Night. Oh. Um, Good Morning Midnight. Yes, the the (laughs) book that we read that I can never remember the title. Um, We watched Encanto. Oh, my gosh. You're forgiven. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Vicky. Yes. Wow. How do you feel? No pressure. No, I feel good. I I enjoyed it. It was very boppy. I was, like, dancing, you know, on the couch. Not on the couch, but, like, in my seat, you know, Uh Uh shaken. Um, I liked the music. I I still really had not a, a... clear idea of what it was um Mm -hmm. and in kanto before watching it before watching it yeah yeah yeah. like i kept getting confused because in kanto for whatever reason i think i get confused with maybe it's just like kanto which is sing so i kept thinking it was about like people with singing talent not like magical abilities and in kanto was like the house the space um so the once I like got that out of my head, I was like, okay, <laughs> like we're good here. Uh, I didn't know Lynn Manuel Miranda did the music, but that made sense, mm-hmm. like because some of it sounded there were like certain beats that sounded a bit Hamiltony, and mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, I was frustrated at times with mm-hmm. Abuela. Uh, I'm going to spoil it for just a second. So if you haven't watched it, it I might be the only person in the world at this point. Uh, I'm going to spoil it. But at the end, I was really surprised that Mirabelle didn't get a door. That was confusing Her, to me. She did. I think the she did door? kind of. Yeah. The door okay. is transformed into everybody as the front door. And she's the handle. Uh, I can't remember yeah. what the front door looks like at this point. But it felt more like a family door instead of individual doors. But didn't they all get individual doors again inside? I don't remember. I don't think we saw inside again afterwards. What what are you remembering, Doug? Well, they like lose. I I get what you're saying, Vicky, I think. uh, Where like they lose their powers and then they all gain their powers back. But she doesn't necessarily have that same sort of experience in the sort of conventional way. Right. Um, But I don't remember specifically like the door situation that I'm not remembering very well. Yeah, I could I could just be misremembering too i guess and then what i my intention with that was like i just i wanted her to have a conventional power because i don't think she needed it but shoot it would have been nice and she deserved it you know Mm -hmm. see i think she had a power all along 
uh, not like as uh, an extremely showy one like her, the rest of her family, but like, I don't know, her power, she like speaks the truths. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, I don't know, that's a fucking superpower in my book. Well, and that's the thing, like, I, I agree. I just want her to be recognized for it. You know, and mm. I want people, and her family, but also, like, the community to maybe not treat her like a, oh, she doesn't have one. You know, like, I don't know. So, you know yeah. This is probably, yeah, like, repressed there's... family issues of my own <laughs> manifesting. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, you go ahead. I think there's a difference between, like, feeling like, oh, she doesn't have a power and that's, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Versus, like, recognizing and celebrating what she's had all along. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I would say, I would argue that they do do that at the end because it wasn't the soundtrack so much. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, they're like, I see you. Like, you oh, are, yeah. you are, like, really important and you've done this. Like, it's you um, type of thing. So I feel like she did get her recognition. And I'm hopeful that, you know, after the movie ends uh, in this fictional world, if they were to keep on living, she would... That would continue. Mm-hmm. I, I let's go with that because, and I trust your <laughs> your uh, knowledge based on lyrics and watching it multiple times. <laughs> but I enjoyed. It. I was glad to have finally, finally, finally seen it. So uh, I'm so happy you watched it. Yeah. It was and if stuff. you want to watch it again, I mean, we could watch it again together. Yeah, Whoa. absolutely. You could just sing it all for us. I mean, that'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd cry through it, so uh, be okay with uh, some cry singing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's yeah. emotion. It, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so happy you watched it. Yeah, me too. It was good. Are folks thinking about anything? No, I'm just thinking about Encanto. Thinking about Bruno. Uh, <laughs> who I really liked. He was real real cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll- I'm not going to lie, like most of the characters had elements of not coolness and coolness, but ended up being overall cool in the end. But I feel like Bruno's not coolest was just a perceived not coolness. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's not a true statement either. No, I I feel like I agree with that. Like most of what what people were saying about him was a misinterpretation and fear over what his ability was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. forced into a position of being like uh, a creepy guy in the walls. Yeah, it's <laughs> not really his fault. He didn't want that for himself. No, <laughs> no, but he did it, and was still just trying to protect the family, even though he was the creepy guy in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I guess now we're just thinking about Bruno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Kanto. <laughs> it's time for, for a rewatch. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing that I had brought that I have been, it's been like kind of bugging me. Um, have you all heard about this like quiet quitting? Phenomenon? Oh my yeah. gosh. Can we That's just, yeah. I feel like we're all going to be on the same page with it, but I would like to vent about it a little bit. Please. Um, so if you have not heard, I feel like it just came into the lexicon if the you past week. Heard, good job. Yeah. Stay off the internet. Ignore it. It's a hell yes. So quiet quitting <laughs> is essentially employees are quiet quitting where they stop going above and beyond and do you know baseline what's in the job description to like do their job yeah yeah and it's uh viewed as like a threat to the employer like 
oh, you know, we, we can't have all these people quiet quitting and nonsense. And I had a, a coworker who supervisor who like gets it, like gets life is so awesome. Super flexible. Like it is awesome as a, as a boss and said like, mm-hmm. I'm just really worried that you're going to quiet quit on me. And I was like, what? Are you joking? Maybe they like, don't get it. I know. I'm like, do you not understand? And I was like, oh, like, no, no. Like you better quiet quit or like none of us should be, you know, like there's no reason. And if, if you are in a position that, you know, treats you very well and, you know, recognizes you and gives you promotion and, you know, equitable Pay. salary, like that's mm-hmm. great. And you do you. And I still don't think you're required to do more than like baseline what you're there for. Um, but yeah, I was just like, it's, I'm just so frustrated. I can't believe they said that. I know. I was like, do you not understand what it is? So we found a funny TikTok that we might send to him, not in a passive aggressive (laughs) way, but just in like a, is it the one where that guy starts playing like the kind of scary music and like yells a little? No, it's, it's like a boss telling uh, her employee, who it's like the same girl who plays like three different roles about like, oh, I heard you were telling so-and-so about like quiet quitting. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, well, you shouldn't do that. And that like, goes on and on. And then she's like, you mean like, wh- why shouldn't like just do my job because like you don't treat me well or like, it was, it was funny. It was just like very mm-hmm. definition based conversation with like this fo- fake supervisor. And I was like, oh yeah, like, I guess, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. This is dumb. Hmm. Yeah. Also, like, doing your job description should be the standard whether you like your workplace or not. Like, yeah. it, it, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I don't mean, like, you should, like, some workplaces are bad. So I'm not saying, and it, like, I'm not on their side. But, like, you don't need the, requ- <laughs> like, the prerequisite of I hate my job, therefore I'm right. not going to go above and beyond. Like, you can love your job and still, and still only do what's part of your job description because right. if you're supervisors or employees feel like you're not going above and beyond they are not clearly communicating their expectations for your position that's on them not you or compensating <laughs> you for the things that you yeah should be doing or are, right. are doing yeah exactly quiet quitting is not real it's not, not quiet real. quitting yeah it's just like doing your job you're it's called it's establishing boundaries <laughs> yeah. it's working within your position yeah. It's reasonable expectations. <laughs> yeah, I I think I'm just like mad that it has gotten so like such a big hoo ha. It's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. I mean, but it's a good conversation because if my supervisor said that to me, I'd be like, "Do you know what that means?" And also like, "Hello," but that's I have a good relationship with my supervisor, and she wouldn't do that. Um, or the conversation would be, we should all be quiet quitting. Yeah, I know. And it made me think, the second I heard it, it made me think of you, Katie, and just like not needing to go to unnecessary meetings or like, we don't need to be doing all of these extra things because like, yeah. we don't. Yeah. We don't. Yep. So. Yeah. Where did this come from? What what weird what weird machine made this term and foisted it upon us? I, I first saw it on NPR, which hmm. was like... None disappointing because hmm. I was like, because I was saying person, that it was a stupid thing. They like no, it was term. mostly like employers are worried that their employees are quite quitting, like are doing their thing. jobs. Yeah, that's right. why and I'm like, wondering. Yeah, I didn't because like all the news outlets are treating it like that, yeah, right? Where it's right. like, wow, this new phenomenon of quiet quitting, and I feel like none of them, other than like the cool ones. Are like the cool ones, whatever that means, are actually like interrogating the term. Uh, So, according to this LA Times article, it 
seems to have inspired the first use of quiet quitting by a career coach. <laughs> uh. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me reread this. The insider story appears to have inspired the first known use of quiet quitting by career coach Brian Creeley. Uh, Gen Xer, 44. Oh, uh, Brian. What do you do? A Gen Xer? I don't know if this is true. Is Gen? I don't know when Gen X is. Gen X is right before us. It's the MTV generation. Isn't their whole thing in the workplace like coming in, like clocking in, doing your job and clocking out? That's so weird. Yeah. Well, not for Brian. Not for Brian. Huh. We're enemies, Brian. Okay? I want it to be clear. Yeah. You and I, enemies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, if nothing else, I just wanted to normalize the fact that, like, it's fine to just show up and do your job baseline. <laughs> Hell yeah. Anything else folks have? Nah. Be like a cat. Don't have yeah. a job. And <laughs> give no <laughs> Scratch everybody's carpets. Yeah. Hell God, yeah. Ruin all the couches. All right. Well, let's jump into it then. Um, so, we are going to kick off the main event of our episode with the Catastic game of Stray. So, Stray is a third person cat action game, which I just love saying that phrase. Uh, set in, it's like a neon, I'm calling it post apocalyptic just for like framing, but I don't think it's necessarily like post-apocalyptic i i wanted to know what you all thought we'll talk about the um, environment but i kind of pictured it like when in wally's world the disney movie when like the humans messed everything up um so to me that's like the vibe that it gave uh but mm-hmm. it came out just in july uh 2022 this year and it's been getting really great reviews everybody's loving it i'm loving it it, it lived up to the hype and it's available on ps4 ps5 um it's free I, that's a bad word if you have the ps plus premium membership because you paid for it and it's also on steam it's also getting a physical release later this year which i have pre-ordered the <laughs> deluxe edition and i can't wait to get it it comes with a cat patch and a poster and some art cards and i think that's it anyway i'm stoked about this game but before we <laughs> talk details because i do want to hear all of your thoughts um i thought it might be nice and helpful for our listeners to know why we care so much about cats and cat games um i think we've talked um uh, like had flashes of cat conversations but i would love to give our own kitty cats some shout outs I, i'll start um so i've got dusty who is named i i probably have mentioned this but uh, after Dusty in the game Gravity Rush, because Dusty in that game is a galaxy cat um, and like companion to Cat, the main character, Cat with K. Um, and my Dusty is like a black smoke cat. So she um, kind of looks a little speckled. So she's got like a black coat with a white undercoat. Um, so she is awesome and part of why like I love cat things. And she also loved watching this game, which was fun. <laughs> And sometimes you might even hear her. Yeah, in the you, I, I was going to say, I think you might have heard her a little bit ago when Vicky was talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah, I have uh, a little, not so little actually, friend uh, named Rory. Mm-hmm. And he is a, a lazy, floppy, uh, wonderful little guy. Uh, and I like him a lot. I got him when I started living like actually living by myself for the first time because mm-hmm. i was like i need something else like alive in my apartment mm-hmm. like I, I i'm like growing restless not having something else alive and i grew up with cats and so um i got 
got a friend named Rory. Uh, and I'm glad I did, especially because I almost got his sister. Oh, yeah. Um, because I thought I wanted... I grew up with, with only uh, female cats. And so I was like, I'm going to stick with what I know. But he kept trying to play with me uh, through the mm-hmm. cage. So I said, it's you, buddy. Aww. Yeah. Aww. And he's sleeping like five feet away from me right now <laughs> with his face directly uh, planted into the couch. Nice. <laughs> I love when cats do that. Yes. <laughs> Vicky, were you going to say something? I was going to say, we were there for Rory's adoption day. You were. Yeah. You were. Yeah. yeah. I remember it just like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. Uh, a song in Cats, the musical. Oh, um, indeed. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, uh, our, I guess my cat is the most recent addition to Yay! our extended cat yeah. family. Um, within the past year, my partner and I uh, have adopted a little fancy tuxedo cat named Hazel, uh, or Hazelnut, formally. Um <laughs> She is uh, four years old, and she loves sleeping, getting the zoomies really early in the morning and really late at night, uh, sleeping like a little cinnamon roll, uh, butt scratches, and she also loves playing uh, with little mice. So I love tossing little mice around. We got... Um, hardwood floor area now to play on so it can really like go a little distance which is exciting for both her and me and my partner so uh yeah i really like little hazel she loves also she has a blanket if you're like sitting she likes to have this blanket off top of you so then she can knead into the blanket um, instead of uh kneading into your skin so i appreciate she's (laughs) she's considerate yeah and we love our cats, so thank you for yes. indulging me in our cat shout Yeah, tell us of about course. your cats. Yeah, yes, oh <laughs> my gosh. Do. We are not closing the episode, but if you want to share about your cats, send us pictures, send us everything, because we mm-hmm. are yeah. cat people, true, true and true. Before we jump into Stray, I did want to give a shout out to any other um, paw, nerable, or honorable mentions. Uh, <laughs> I'm really uh, trying the cat puns. Anything about cats. Uh, any honorable mention of cat games that we've played or wanted to play or on our radar. Um, has anything... Have you all played any other cat games? I feel like, I feel like I'm not thinking of something. Uh, but I, I, because I'm not thinking of it, I'm not recalling what it is, but I, I did check on my switch. I was like, I'm certain I have cat games on my switch. So I looked and I have three cat games on my switch. Um, one is laser kitty pow pow. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? A shooter? It's like a, it's like a goofy arcade, uh, game basically where you're like this weird, like half robot cat with a laser eye. Um, so I've played that a little bit. Cool. Uh, my niece was very jealous uh, that I had this game. Uh, and then I've, I've played cat tales, which I believe was sort of described to me as a stardew Valley, but featuring all cats. Um, it didn't stick with me too, too much, but that one, my niece is very, very much into, um, what is it? I and so I played that a little, it's called cat tales. Cat tales? Yeah. And I then I have cat one. quest, but I haven't started it. Oh, I, nice. I forgot I had it. Katie, didn't you play cat quest too? I I played Cat Quest two as in the second one. Oh, two. I've okay. never played Cat Quest one. I played it on mobile. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's just the first one because it's like easy to pick up. Um, 
it's hard. I will say that I died yeah. a bunch, and Lots I don't of fighting. know. Yeah, I don't know if it's. I wouldn't call it a uniquely cat game. Like Stray is a cat game. Like you could sub any anything into yeah. Cat Quest, um, and maybe there's there's more puns. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, and then other things I had on my list. So I did play Nintendo. Nintendo oh, cats. Nintendo cats. Nin- yeah, <laughs> Nintendo oh. dogs, cats. Yeah, because nice. we weren't allowed to have indoor cats uh, growing up, and I wanted to pretend I had uh-huh. one. So uh, yeah, I did play Nintendo dog cats. I don't know how to say it. Um, and then I also wanted to shout out the cat mechanic in Mario 3D World. I don't oh. love cat. Or I don't love cat games. I don't love Mario games. Like, I play them, I enjoy them, but I don't, like, I'm not obsessed with them, but I loved the cat mechanic in that game. If you play Bowser's Fury, oh, you can turn yeah. into a giant cat, Mario. Amazing. That's all I want. <laughs> I've never heard of Bowser's Fury. I've only it's heard Bowser's of the game furry. Bowser is yeah, a furry. You're right. That's it. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know which is I true. Misspoke. So whatever. <laughs> it's the furry one. That one's definitely true. I mean, it, definitely 100% is it true. Not? Okay. <laughs> oh. I had a cat gigapet. That's the closest oh. I had to like Nintendogs cats. I, I forgot about that until you mentioned that. Um, that counts. So I, I had some. That's the closest I had to like raising a cat video game was my cat Gigapet. Gosh, yeah. I remember Gigapets, but I don't remember what they look like. Blobs usually. Knock off Tamagotchis. Nice. Okay. I'm, okay. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Oh, that's amazing. Vicky, you were totally right about Cat Quest. I played Cat Quest. Cat Quest, the sequel, number two, and nice. it's a cat and a dog. Uh, and it basically is just a way to have a lot of animal puns. Um, yeah. So, but it was like fun. I played it with my partner and we beat it. So that was cool. Oh, wow. But I specifically started playing a game for this to talk about. Um, and it's one that we got in one of the bundles that Itch.io was selling oh, the queer yeah. one, the abortion so one, <laughs> or the Ukraine one. Yeah, there's a lot of cat games. But this one I played was called Calico. <gasps> and I want to play that. You might it have good? it. You might have it. Um, so, I think I do. Yeah, it's uh, it's available on like consoles too, I believe. Um, and it's a game where you run a cat cafe in this, <gasps> I don't know, it's world. I'll just say world. Um and you go around and it's very whimsical looking and whimsical feeling like the character creation's really funny like you can choose how your character runs and the Aww. there's like a Naruto run um <laughs> and like i don't know like a fun like silly run i don't know i really enjoy the way you can change the movement of your character um but it's a uh, a game where you kind of do a lot of like meeting and fetch quest type stuff. So you go okay. talk to a villager because you need to open up all these different areas. And in order to open up these different areas, you need to do things for the different villagers. Um, and there's magic and potions. It's a little chaotic. Uh, <laughs> and you could ride on them. You can give them potions to make them big. So I was like riding around on a cat, but also a bunny. And then also... Oh. 
uh, a deer. So like, it's not just cats. And overall, I'm like enjoying it. I'm getting into the rhythm a little more. It was a little confusing, a little chaotic. And it's like a little like buggy where like characters Uh. walk through walls or (laughs) your camera might I don't know, looks like it's inside of a tree or, you know, so there, it's not like the most polished, but uh, I'm hitting a groove with it and uh, I'll probably play a little bit more of it. I, I put a couple hours in, but uh, nice. if you have it for free, especially might as well. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I'll have to look. That sounds cute. Yeah, it is cute. Nice. And there's also a board game called Calico that's about cats as well. We have to build a quilt. And then get the cats to come to you. That oh, sounds amazing. Do, do we have this board game? <laughs> we don't, but we could easily get it. Yeah. That's let's... our next hangout. Nice. That sounds good. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that uh, leads us really nicely into the game of the hour. So let's talk about Stray. I'm so excited because it's yeah. been a couple weeks. I mean, it came out in July. I played it within the month and i think we've all kind of been like playing it you know here and there so we've all beaten it correct Uh uh-huh okay yeah and we are going to spoil it because i want to talk i've not been able to talk about the ending with anybody so uh (laughs) just as a heads up we will definitely spoil some things Mm -hmm. um yeah so i i liked it what did you all think i loved it i'll say that i enjoyed it a lot i um the cats are super cute. Mm-hmm. I was, I don't, almost didn't know if I could keep playing because I just wasn't ready to see a cat get hurt in a video game so realistically. Oh. So like when that happened, I was like, is this going to happen more? Um, but uh, I overall liked it and uh, would totally play another game set in this universe about the same cat or a different cat. Yeah, for sure. I uh I loved this. I thought it was a lot of fun. I I will say I think this is a this is a great game. I think it could have been one of the greatest games I've ever played. Um but I think there were like certain things that hit better for me than others. So I'm really curious mm. to like finally have a conversation about it cuz I feel like uh certain parts of it I was like this is one of the greatest games I've ever played. And then there were mm-hmm. other parts where I was like, "Oh, you didn't quite hit that same mark." Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited to to, to dig in yeah so i think one of the things i want to talk about is just like playing as a cat so that felt yeah. so new to me um just to approach to approach the environment from like a very short stature um <laughs> you because know, the the world so you're in the city and there's different elements of the city or like different places that you go to so it's, it's kind of segmented but each place feels like very large and i mm-hmm. think in part it's just because you're so tiny um <laughs> and i i loved that there's like the parkour element of the game so mm. it's pretty linear i don't think i mean yeah, like you can't really go too far off path um, or like get too lost, but you are jumping from like a swinging beam to a balcony, balcony cat, a second balcony cat, um, <laughs> you know, and, and doing stuff like that. So I I did like playing as the cat um, and it, it did feel wholly new for me. Yeah, I have a 
question with the platforming element. How do you all feel yeah. about the like the structured nature of the jump? Because you can't just jump whenever you have right. to line it up. You have to be kind of looking at it and then it you hit a button and it automatically makes the jump for you. Mm-hmm. I was okay with it because it felt... I, th- I think if this were the first game I'd ever played with that um, sort of idea, Idea, it might have taken a bit more adjusting, but web swinging in Spider Man works very oh, much like yeah. that. Mm. Um, and so it felt kind of similar to that, where I didn't necessarily feel limited by where I could go because there was usually more than one place I could jump to. Yeah. Um, I do think there were some moments where, like, the ability to, like, your, your limited ability to jump gave away what you were supposed to do because it always had that marker. Mm -hmm. Um, So I could see that being like not landing for some people. Um, It didn't bother me too much um, because I just wanted to know what was going on and move forward. So it didn't bother me if it kind of gave away where I was supposed to go. Yeah. So that, that was something that I had thought about. So in the settings, you can disable the button show X for jump or whatever. And I thought about it because I was like, this kind of takes me out of the immersion element. Um, Mm. But I ended up leaving it on for the whole game, and I didn't need to. Like, I got the rhythm down um, Mm -hmm. and mostly was able to ignore it. But it it didn't feel restrictive, but I did definitely notice, like, the button at the start and, like, having to, you know, be in just the right place or, like, time it, um, you know, where I was at, like, mid-run or whatever. I don't know. What about you, Katie? Yeah, I mean, I I did just want to be like jumping around as a cat um, yeah. sometimes because uh, it's so cute when cats hop around. Um, <laughs> but uh, I got into a rhythm with it. But definitely for the first couple of hours, especially when the Zerks are trying to get you, oh, yeah. the the like limited because I'm like trying to run and also looking back to see how quick. Or how close the Zerks are, and then I'm looking forward. I'm like, I don't know where to go now, but I can't just like jump wherever. I need to like make sure the button is appearing where I want it mm. to like mm-hmm. appear. Oops, I accidentally jumped back down to the bottom, <laughs> and these Zerks got me. Right, like yeah. so. Some of that did happen, which I was like, dang, I really just wish I could like freely jump uh, to avoid some of this stuff. But then yeah. I know that would make the game design trickier because people would be breaking the game uh, and jumping, you know, in places where they shouldn't be or whatever. So I got it. But like, I wanted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will say and we're, I, we're probably not necessarily there yet. But some of the Zerk stuff is what I'm talking about oh, when yeah. I say like, mm. there was there were moments where I was like, this is the greatest game I've ever played. Some of the Zerk heavy moments were times where I was like, oh, Maybe you're not the greatest game I've ever played. <laughs> and that's part, I mean, that's one of the reasons, right? It wasn't really built to be an action game. Right. But they put certain action elements into it that then didn't quite fit into their platforming structure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I some of the Zerk. Okay. So I, the way I play video games, I try, especially when I intend to platinum a game, I know I'm generally going to have to do two run throughs. So I try mm-hmm. not to look at the trophies the first run through so I can just oh. experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like a, just a weird methodical thing that I do. Um, but I had happened to see the trophy list and saw the nine lives trophy oh. where you're supposed to die nine times. And I was like, <laughs> this is not ha- like, I will not like, I was hoping <laughs> this is a game where like, the cat doesn't get hurt ever. There's no limping. And then, you you know, you don't die. Um, some of the Zerk parts, that, that was like, 
it was very frustrating. And that's like where I died, you know, because I just like mm-hmm. could not get through it. And it felt a little sloggy. Um, and yeah, I, I was frustrated with those parts too at, at times. Yeah. Yeah. I did love like like the people who made this game love cats. So like oh, when yeah. you first get the backpack or the battery <gasps> oh pack and like the cat like just slumps to the ground and then is like yes. slinking around. <laughs> I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, real. yes, be a cat. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh it's incredible the way they got cats' movements down. Yeah. I mean, like, mm-hmm. there's the slinking, right? But the way that they rub up against mm-hmm. other characters, yeah. the way that they scratch and grab things. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I, like, even just the way that the cat moves when it platforms, you know, yeah. like, this game mm-hmm. is very inspired, like, explicitly so by the Kowloon walled city in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so the verticality of it is very different than I think a lot of platforming games I've ever played at least right where you can like there's there's so many levels to it where you can just go up and up and up yeah Yeah. Um, and the way the cat actually jumps like vertically versus the way it jumps distance the the noises that the cat makes when it does like a really effortful jump yeah like they just nailed it They, they clearly have a lot of cats if you looked at the credits there's like a bunch like they oh, list their cats yeah. in the credits. Oh. yeah they do it's I, really cute i was too busy crying <laughs> through the credits so oh my gosh Aww. so they did their research for sure that's amazing did you have a favorite cat element cat activity cat thing I do think the noises the that noises. that the cat makes when it's doing something with high effort is very cute to me. Because yeah. like when Rory is trying to jump somewhere that he's he's pretty sure he can get to, mm-hmm. uh, but is clearly gonna have to put in a lot of effort, he will make like a weird little noise before he does it, like hyping himself up. Yeah. Uh, so I liked that. I I really liked when the cat was able to like rub up against other characters oh, or oh my gosh when you get to the one um city where the robot is laying on the couch outside and you can curl up and <laughs> like could, sleep yeah. on its stomach and it's oh like looking at you a little bit and then it goes back to sleep uh yeah that was that was a beautiful moment so cute. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Vicky? The sleeping cat was was my favorite. So Aww. I in any of the locations where like there was a pillow, um, oh yeah, you could like curl up and sleep. And uh, the game kind of zooms out, so it kind of oh, yeah. gives you the whole ambiance of like this is a mm-hmm. calm moment. Um, and <laughs> like I I played uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, and one of the the things like you co- you collect these meditation points and it does a similar thing where it just like kind of takes a pause from the game and gives you this beautiful panoramic. And then like you, I, I was breathing with the character and like, so that's what I was doing with the kid, <laughs> like the cat, like, okay, we're sleeping now. So I'm going to like take a second and like take deep breath and like think about uh-huh. what I'm going to do next in this game. And then I had a really hard time like ending the sleep because it was just so cute. Yeah. And I didn't want to wake it up. Yeah. I always let it fully zoom out anytime I yeah. had a chance. I was like, yep. I want to see everything you're willing to show me. Yep, yep. I don't want to rush the process. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. My goodness. One quick thing, since Doug, you you brought up the inspiration of like the walled city and stuff. I do want to, we don't have to talk too deeply about it, but maybe we can link to this article. Um, there is a chatter around this uh, game with the idea of orientalism within it. So this idea of like pulling kind of stereotypes, Asian stereotypes 
in particular and but then not giving any like real cultural context or doing it in like a an exoticizing or no reason for it kind of way so there's mm-hmm. a an article on Kotaku that we can link to that talks more about that but I just wanted to say that too I yeah. do enjoy the game but like there are some things that could mm-hmm. have been worked on a little differently it's a really common thing in cyberpunk or cyberpunk adjacent properties. And I think it started with the idea that if you mash Western with Eastern, you get this sort of like future, like mm. this blended future. But it, I think that evolves into sort of a lazy yeah. sort of trope, you know? And I think that's kind of what the conversation is really interrogating. Yeah. Yeah. So read the article. It's good. Yeah. I am interested. So one of the things with this game that I was not ready for, even after seeing the Zerks, <laughs> was the giant eyeballs that were just what? in one section of the game. <gasps> oh, was yeah. that? I kind of blacked out on that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. And it's not nothing. They don't really do anything besides look at you. You can't yeah. interact with them. I was I was like, is this is this like how humans have evolved or something like are these i thought the same the thing oh. i was like did something happen to the human beings that they're now like one large like melted together organism gross, like, yeah, I gross looking I mean, thing that is not where they leave us but mm-hmm. i had the, i'm so glad you thought that katie because i was like am i weird for thinking this no, <laughs> i mean i, I think it's a more forgot. potentially a more interesting story uh <laughs> well, <laughs> what happened to the humans i mean yeah they don't really say what happens just they're not they're no longer there yeah huh. oh shoot they do reference a pandemic yeah um, so that's like the only clue we really get as to like what happened to the humans yeah but there's still i mean there's obviously things living that aren't just cats and zerks right. yeah. and we never get anything else yeah because there were them. birds in the beginning uh like during the first initial thing, there are some like yeah. pigeons or something that you go through or that you like run through as a cat. So there are other organic uh, beings that are still around. Huh. Yeah. Ugh. What are those eyeballs? Yeah. Those eyeballs? I, I just want to know. I will say I'm really glad. I, I do want to know, but I'm glad there wasn't more to them because that was right right in the thick of when I was like, oh, I'm, I'm worried this game is turning into something I don't want it to be oh. because that was in the thick of like the action portion of the yep. game. Yeah. Um, and I, you all saw me, stro- you saw me oh, get my nine lives yeah. uh, trophy okay. because I, um, I, I, I stopped at a really bad point. I stopped like right after I got that. Um, what was the item called? Whatever that UV beam is. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped right after, and then when I picked it back up, I couldn't really remember how it worked, and so you all saw me die like nine <laughs> times in a row, um, and I really was struggling with the sort of like, man, I really liked that this was a game, and it gets back to this point, so it ends exactly where I was hoping, but like, I was hoping this game would be fully like, I am just a cat sort of like surviving and like kind of accidentally solving yeah. people's problems because I'm a cat bumping things or mm-hmm. like discovering things. And then there's this portion in the middle where it's like, all right, now kill the monsters. And I was like, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but then they, it doesn't go for too long. So um, I was happy that the eyes weren't more. Cause I was like, am I going to have to fight a big eyeball boss? Like I don't want to <laughs> fight a boss. <laughs> Just let me be relaxed in a cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. 
and it, that's where it ends. So I was I was pleased. Yeah, it, you get you get to be a relaxed cat for most of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One thing, kind of on the the thought of like being something that you, it wasn't. Oh, I never went back and bought that thing. Um, I was thinking about like the marketplace in the slums area, and um, with the granny, you can buy like oh, she'll, yeah. she'll knit a sweater. I totally thought the sweater was for me, the me cat. Too. And I thought I thought of you, Katie, because I, I was like, were. oh, I could customize my cat. Like I've got this backpack. Yeah. That's cool. But like I'm gonna do extra things. And I was let like, let me wear oh, this sweater. Wanna, yeah, I had to give it to somebody and it was super... Like, I kept trying to put it on and not understanding why. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same thing. So we yeah. want a game where we can customize Custom, our cat with clothing, cat. please. And that please. might be Nintend Cats. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Bust it back out. Yeah. <laughs> Another cat thing that I really liked was hitting things off of counters. <gasps> oh my yes. god. I understand why they do it now. It was so <laughs> satisfying. I knocked every everything off I possibly could. Yeah. I even <laughs> oh, just too. used my body, not even when it wasn't prompted. I just like, I'm gonna get this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sometimes I would like chase a bottle. Like and it, I was like, I get why you now sometimes just bat something and then chase it. Yeah. Like I was doing the same thing. I will say, Rory doesn't have very many bad behaviors, but one of his bad behaviors is scratching things he's not supposed to. Mm. So I did have a little less fun with the scratching mechanic because yeah. I was like, he's gonna see me doing this and he's gonna think it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. But I still scratched everything. Yes. Yeah. It was a little hard at first to figure out how to actually scratch. It like took yeah. me a minute to to understand the prompt that was in front of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is. I have a question. Um, I played this on PS4. Mm-hmm. Did you both play it on PS5 or Vicky? Did you play it on PS5? I played on PS5. Katie, what Same. did you play it on? Okay. PS5. So I have a question for the both of you then, because yeah. I keep hearing that the haptics were uh-huh. really, uh, they spent a lot of time on those and that's not something I had. So all the cat behaviors, I think incorporated these, right? Uh-huh. With the scratching or licking or bumping and stuff like that. So I would love to hear more about that. I, yeah. I, have, I have a strong opinion. So you go first. Oh, uh, it was, so I'm still, I don't know how to describe the haptics a lot, um, <laughs> yeah. but like the scratching in particular, it was, it was kind of hard, which is yes. un- understandable because it's like wooden stuff and there's probably a way you can like turn it down in the game. But I was like, dang, this might, like, might be tough for folks with like finger stuff to like fully be oh, able interesting. to do this for, for everything so because of like resistance on the triggers yeah 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 yeah. okay yeah there's like none on the ps4 controller so like (laughs) i was just Just scratching away yeah 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 yeah. um and it uh noises came through the controller and sometimes i play my games quietly so i would have to turn up the tv to hear over like the purring or the meowing i was doing (laughs) uh vicky what was your strong reaction in general, I haven't loved the haptic, haptics on the PS5 controller being, ah. for those, that same reason, Katie. Like, it's it's hard for me. Um, mm-hmm. That controller is a little bit bigger than the PS4 yeah. controller. So I'm navigating that with small hands and then, like, not mobility issues, but just it's tiring for my fingers. Um, mm-hmm. And so I that is, like, the one cat activity that I didn't love doing because it just was, mm-hmm. like... It was too much. Um, mm-hmm. It was tough, which is a bummer because I know 
I mean, other people I'm sure liked it, so you know, it doesn't have to be made for me. But I know they like worked hard on that stuff to incorporate it. Some of it's basically like advanced rumble, though, right? Like if it, yeah. if a cat's purring, you, like your yeah, controller yeah, yeah. kind of purrs, like yeah, but like yeah. not just sound, right? If you like, you feel it. Yes, I that think I like. That's purr. pretty cool. Yeah. I don't think the meow had any rumble. I don't. Yeah, I can't I don't remember think so either. But the purr did. Yeah. So I, I liked some of it. Just the scratching was something that stood out as is not yeah. an enjoyable activity for me. Hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Maybe they'll f- figure it out. Because I feel like a lot of the games for PS5 haven't figured out how hard do I make this? Because I thought this mm-hmm. with uh, Astro's Playroom, too. Some of the stuff was like, oh, my God, my fingers are not strong anymore. Um, <laughs> but, like, they just didn't have to make it as resistant <laughs> yeah. as they did, you know? So maybe games will get better at figuring out how to use this. Because I also, unrelated, saw that they were using haptic feedback in The Last of Us 1 remaster as a way oh. to, like convey character dialogue and how intense someone may be talking or not as like an accessibility feature for folks who are deaf or hard of hearing. Um, So I think there are cool ways, you know, this could be used and just figuring out how hard do I make this? How soft do I make this? They just need to get some, they need to invite us in with our weaker hands, Vicky. (laughs) (laughs) So our non-cat characters, I, I did like in general that this was like a light dialogue yeah. game um i felt that that did help with the immersion and making me feel like i am a cat doing cat things <laughs> um so i liked that there was like no speaking and very minimal like reading stuff um but particularly i freaking loved b12 i did not think uh-huh. i not that i didn't think i would but like i just i was there for the cat but then <laughs> oh my god i loved this little flying robot dude you know, like I think it's fair to not think you would because my first thought was like, is this going to be our Navi from like Legend oh. of Zelda? Like, how quickly am I going to be annoyed oh. with this little guy? And I never really got to that point. Um, I, I appreciated B12 pretty much throughout. Yeah, I liked uh, I think I liked pretty much all the non cat characters the, except for the helpers at the end or whatever they were, the red robots. They like terrified me. The ones who were oh the guardians in like the final the, yeah whatever they were mm. the all red the ones who were just like smiling no the peacekeepers were also okay the cops were bad um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the end what? the people who are there before like the the room where you have to like turn on the computers and stuff oh. to open the city like the red robots that are just like. I am wiping a window. Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. sweeping a floor. And it was like, no, you need to talk to someone in that room. Uh, they, like, freaked me out. It was giving me, like, I don't know, horror vibes. I felt yeah. bad for them. Yeah. Was Should I have? <laughs> I think I did, too. Yeah. Like, I felt okay. I was they were, like, mind wiped or, like, programmed to do just a very specific okay. thing. Like scared generally, like vibe scared, not yeah, like that they, they were scary. they were like antagonists. Like, okay. This area, something is off. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, B twelve was a super cool human robot and uh they made me sad sometimes. Uh yeah. with like their memories and stuff. Yeah. And I did I liked the moments it was sad, but I liked the moments where they were like after they found stuff out. And they're like, 
I don't feel like talking right now. I just yeah. like need a moment. I was like, oh, yeah. but I want to hug you or something. So <laughs> how can I help you feel better as a cat? Can you pet me? <laughs> Did you all see that coming? Because I feel like I was very no. just along for the ride. So when it happened, I was like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like full gasp. Same. <laughs> okay, <Yep>. cool. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I like that. But it was one of those things that made sense once you knew it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yeah, I guess this does kind of make sense, huh? Yeah. And I, and I think it like it added. It was a nice addition. I don't, you know. Yeah. It helped create, you know, the environment or like just give some context. Mm-hmm. I did like thinking of like how we can comfort B12 as the cat, you know, like when um, B12 is captured and we like oh. go to like rescue it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at the end... It's like, I can't believe you came back for me. Like, oh, yeah. Thank you so much. And, you know, this is me uh-huh. anthropomorphizing, you know, the cat and like trying to, because it's like how I want my cat to be like, please, Dusty, come rescue me if I'm locked. <laughs> you know, but like, I like that we had those moments. And as the cat, I could like try and express emotion or like care by like just rescuing it. You know, it was, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I thought that was a sweet, tender moment too. Yeah. How did y'all feel about the cat not being named at all and us just having to call them the cat? It bugs me. I love it. Ah. Ooh. (laughs) I like it because, like, we name cats. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know how cats identify each other, uh, probably by smell, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. um, and so I like the fact that in this game, there is no one, there's no human to give it a human name. So we don't ever learn what it's called. And the robots don't even really seem to fully register that it is like there half the time. Like they just, I think their impression of animals are just like, they exist and sometimes they're here and sometimes they're not. So Mm -hmm. like none of the robots are interested or some of the robots, I think just treat the cat. Like it is another robot almost like there's kind of a spectrum on how the robots treat the cat, but none of them feel ownership over the cat. You know what I mean? None of them are, are going to like adopt an animal because they don't keep pets. Um, So I think it makes sense to me. And I, I, I kind of like that from that sort of perspective of like, what is, I, I call you Rory, but like, I don't know, like, how do you see yourself? No, you don't know? do this to me. Don't do that Uh-oh. to me. <laughs> now we're riding high off of uh, crown, prayer for the crown shy yeah. and then Identity. should be naming cats. <laughs> oh my God. Well, and, and look, there are no other cats in this, in this place. It's just me and him. So he's Rory, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he answers to it. So he's accepted that name, but uh, I like it for the reason that, you know, there's no one there to name the cat. And so the cat doesn't have a name. That makes sense. I agree with but that. But you can call it whatever you want. Well, I, you know? What am I supposed to call it? I can't come up with a name that represents this <laughs> cat. You, I, I don't, you know, I think I just wanted it because you know me and this is like totally prayer for the crown shy like i just want it to feel like loved and not alone in the world you know and like find its friends so i just i think to <laughs> me like it having a name is a sign of like it mattering or like mm. in a in a in a way so i just wanted mm-hmm. it to like have an identity but it, you're totally right and it does make sense because like that's that's convention that's a social construct that we do with animals yeah. you know but B12 could have called it something. And that could yeah. have actually been a clue that B12 was a human. You know, yeah. like it could have been That's a nice true. little nugget from the to plant early. Ooh, yeah. If it was like, what do I call you? Right. You know, or something like that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because they, it definitely felt like they spoke to each other. 
Um, because as the cat, you are understanding what B12 like translates from the helpers and the like signs all around. So there was some sort of communication. I would love to know what people's favorite and least favorite environments in the game are. Cause there were, we went from like place to place. Like there were some pretty distinct areas. Yeah. So I think I need to go back and like re-explore. I ended up on my first playthrough spending a lot of time exploring the first like inhabited area so that when I got to a certain point, I was like, I just need to, I just want to beat this game. I just want to like know the story. (laughs) I just want to know what happens. I just want to beat this game. So I didn't really explore the, um, the like, I'm calling it the artist commune, but like where the person, where the robot was like meditating, where yeah. you had to get paint yeah. flowers. Mm-hmm. That seems like a cool place. I That's also, my favorite environment. Same. Yeah. I didn't explore the like last city where you find Clementine oh. uh, as much either because I was like, I need to, I like did the side quests, but I didn't find all the memories. So I didn't explore everywhere. So I was just like, zipping through i think my least favorites were definitely the like early zerks where you didn't have the uv beam Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was tough see i would rather do the chase stuff than the uv beam Mm -hmm. but i didn't spend a lot of time in those environments so i don't really remember them you know because you're just like running running through yeah maybe that's the crash bandicoot fan in me (laughs) (laughs) that's totally true that's totally true uh i definitely liked the tree uh, area the most and i think in any other game, I think the sewers would have been really cool for me, but mm-hmm. I in this game, I didn't like them that much. Yeah. What about you, Vicky? I definitely liked the, and I can't remember what it's called, but the tree area. I just thought that was really... Oh, Midtown? Is Mid- it called Midtown? I think it's called Midtown. Midtown is the, is is the, the second, city? like, urban type area. Oh. The tree was, like, Antville or Ant Town or Ant something. I don't remember. I don't fully remember because it was kind of a name I didn't expect. Or I'm mis- or I'm like mis- uh, attributing something someone said to the name of that place. Yeah. But yeah, I liked that meditating robot. I thought that was really fun, and the yeah. artists were fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked collecting flowers. I would have liked to spend more time in that area. I felt like yeah. it was kind of short. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. like a, just a Passover place versus a. Yeah. But I, I visually, I really liked it. I also I liked the I, I did spend quite a bit of time in Midtown, like exploring more so than I like let myself in other places just because I liked going in the stores and one knocking shit over, but two, like <laughs> looking at all the clothes and stuff. I thought that was fun. And, oh, the clothing shop was so cool. Yeah, Why can't we so, get a puffy so jacket? Funny. I know. Yeah. I liked that. That was really cute. Yeah. So I, I did enjoy that, that area as well. Oh my gosh. Although the shop owner was kind of a punk. Yeah. Oh Being real God. judgy. I mean, <laughs> I blasted that music. Oh uh, yeah. Well mm-hmm. then. One place that I definitely did not like was the, uh, I don't even know, it's the jail. I don't know what it was actually called. Oh my gosh. But that place was not great and so scary. And like. So creepy. Oh, the like robots who had their minds wiped. So like, oh my gosh. I was like, I guess I know it's like cyberpunk, but like, I was like, damn it. Do we need a future where we're still trying to make people conform or make beings conform because mm. they're not even people but we still have cops and we still have jails and we still are trying to make people like suppress themselves to like fit what 
we want them to be, ugh. I was like, ugh, I don't like this. And I know we're not supposed to like it, but yeah, damn, that I, jail. I, I, for sure. I mean, like, there were two sort of horror environments. One was the sewers, which I don't like. And I I don't like what was happening in the jail, but, like, as a horror environment, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm totally with you, and I like that the game... I mean, I think I would prefer, like, we didn't necessarily have to have that story in every cyberpunk-type environment. But I do think it's it's fascinating, at the very least, that they established this world where, like, the companions, as the robots companions. are called... yes, like, right decide that it's up to them to carry on the legacy of humanity uh-huh. and then the further into the game you play you realize like oh fuck like they should they have. are also interpreting the <laughs> yeah. legacy of humanity as all of its worst parts too yeah. you know like and it's 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 bleaker than i would like my cat game to be yeah, i know <laughs> go back to cuddly kittens i know yeah. let me take a, ra- a nap on a companion yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. I I was I can kind of get like Momo in the slums being like a little bit of like a, a eccentric type, you know, or like them being called the outsiders cuz they felt like outsiders, but when um you know, people were trying to arrest Clementine for just like trying to get outside or like trying to mm-hmm. see the light, you know, I that was that was hard and I felt I felt really bad and sad. Especially because yeah. everything ends up being fine. Like all that stuff that they're doing, all the yeah. enforcement they're doing, all their social constructs they're adhering to, this legacy they're upholding is like really not for anything. Like the danger is no longer present and it was never present for Boom. the companions. Dug. You know what right. I mean? Like the danger, they were like keeping the danger in because the Zerks were the only thing that was dangerous to the companions. Yeah. And the moment they open up the city, the Zerks are no longer a factor. Like we could learn a lot from this story, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Imagined dangers, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hyper enforcement. Hmm. What are we teaching uh, the people? Like, what are we teaching children? What is our just legacy? By existing in this world, hmm. yeah. Huh. <laughs> I wanted so bad, so we can talk more about the ending. But I wanted so bad for when you as the cat go outside Ugh. to either have Clementine run up there and be with you or your little cat buddies come back. I oh I wanted some sort of happy reunion. I agree. I, 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 on top of another part of the ending, which we'll talk about, I did think it wrapped up so fast. Like, I knew I was close to the end, but I did not realize, like, okay, I opened it and I'm just going to, like, walk upstairs and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. see ya. Oh, I was like devastated because I I really wanted the cat reunion and maybe that's stray too uh, <laughs> coming home or something because <laughs> yeah I wanted I wanted the cat pack to be together again. I did want to see the cats again. Yeah, that was my big my big hope was that we would be reunited with our cat friends from the beginning. Yeah, you know, and again that's me like wanting the cat to like be fine and safe and have its community, but. That's a good thing to want. I know. It seemed to be happy. They were playing and, like, doing their things. And it was traumatic when it fell in the beginning. Oh, my gosh. I was like, Vicky, I maybe texted you. I can't remember. Or maybe I texted the group. I think you texted the group. Because I I think we're all a little bit distraught. Yeah. (laughs) Not ready for that. And wasn't sure how I could continue. (laughs) Well, I I honestly, like, had no idea that's what was going to happen. And, like yelled pretty loudly and then 
I, to the game's credit, I was very grateful that like when you were limping, it's maybe for like 30 seconds and yeah, then it's not you're good. Yeah. It's not like a dragon, your soul, you know, through the, the first part of the sewers or anything. So, yeah, I don't know, know if we, so Zerks are little, <laughs> what are they? Bug flesh bugs that yeah. eat everything. And, uh, we're talking about in the kind of one of the first the first big thing that happens is uh, you are trying to follow your little cat back and you jump over onto a pipe that is not secure and you fall down, down, down. And even it's like a little dramatic hanging on scene. And I was like, go down and get your friend cats. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't played, that's what we're. Yeah. Get ready talking for that. about yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i know this game like I, w- there's a little bit of like legends arceus vibe where it's like this is how this game starts I like i thought i thought i knew what i was getting into i know i thought it was fully like uh, i thought we were starting in cyberpunk world and we just happened to be a cat in that world you know yeah, yeah. i realized we were like an outsider in that world yeah can we also talk about b12 at the end uh, i guess I know. Just to like <laughs> honor its memory. I yeah. did not see that coming. I was like, I know, like you're saying like, you got to recharge. I believe that you can recharge. Why oh, couldn't you recharge? I, oh. And then I was like, oh my God, I just did this. Oh my, cause like I, I didn't rush it, but like I just went for it and, and turned the last like switch on. And like, I cried a pretty significant uh-huh. amount. And then, like, the game ends, and so we didn't find the cat pack. And so I'm like, now I'm just a fucking cat? Like, just doing, <laughs> you know, like, I just saved the world, and I'm just a cat with no backpack. Like, you didn't even get to keep the backpack. Mm-hmm. I was I was pretty distraught because I thought, like, oh, my God. And then, oh, I'm probably going to cry again. Because then okay. when B12 does power down, oh, you just you sit with it for a little while. Oh, you sleep with him. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, does the cat understand, like, in this moment what's actually I don't know. transpired? I don't know. And, like, does, you know, and again, it's a cat. So, like, does it really feel like this was a companion of sorts for, like, this journey, you know, and it's, or is this, I don't know. So, that was tough. And then, you know, you have to make the decision as a player to get up and keep going. Oh, I did not like that. I did not like that either. I, I wanted like, to I take a little B12 forever. in my mouth. That's what right? I did Right, we've too. carried things. Yes. And just like, take them outside. B12. Just take it with you forever. Yeah. That's your friend. Ugh. Ugh. That beat me up. That was really, really bad. It was really bad. It was rough. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. So. It was tough. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming until the first big shock and i was like "Uh uh-oh that seems rather large and you're shaking i don't know if i trust this but i did think it was beautiful because b12 said something about how like i thought i had to live in order to carry on this idea of humanity and what human humans are and what they like do and all this kind and all the memories but maybe it's not our time anymore and so no more humans. Let's the let's have the companions and cats and birds, you know, have their time on this planet. Ugh. Agreed. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too much. Yeah, it was sad. Yeah. There were some really good nuggets in this game. Like nuggets of wisdom and stuff. Mm-hmm. For it just being a cat game. 
No such thing as just a cat. I know. <laughs> cat was special. A great, great cat game. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was good. Potentially the greatest cat game. I don't know what would even compete at this point. I don't think yeah. anything. There's not. Maybe <laughs> this will emerge. You know, Stardew Valley brought on a whole bunch of new farming sims. Maybe we'll get a whole bunch of new cat games. I hope so. If there were, I would love many, many more cat games. If you could choose another animal to play from the perspective of, what would it be? Oh. Mm. Mm. My first thought was an owl. And then I thought Ooh. about the owl service, <laughs> which is a book we read. Owl service, very the early. video game. Yeah, no, 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 just an owl. Got. You should play what happened. Something, something. Edith Finch. What happened oh. to Edith Finch or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should play I, that. Okay. Oh, good. I, we have it. I. Uh, it's it's liked really well liked in this household. I just haven't played it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. The remains of Edith Finch. Something. Yeah. Something like that. What okay. remains of Edith Finch? Was, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, good. I get to play as an owl. I'm just kidding. I maybe. Know. I don't know. Or maybe I do. Mm-hmm. That'd be sweet. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. What about you all? My first instinct was just my favorite animal besides cats, and that's a red panda. Oh, Ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be so cute. <laughs> what nice. about you, Doug? I think like a squirrel or a mouse <gasps> would be fun. Oh, Oh, uh, I think a squirrel would be fun just the way that they move and where they go. And I think a mouse would be fun just because, like, the size. But It Takes Two is kind of at that scale. So I, maybe I've oh, seen yeah. that game already. So maybe a squirrel. I like yeah. that. Well, moss is um, from the perspective of, of a mouse. Oh, yeah, that's right. I should play that. Mm-hmm. You should. I I don't know if you can play it out of VR, but maybe. I'll, yeah. I should dream about playing that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, I think this is a top tier cat game. So yeah. bring it on, other cat games yes. of the future. Yes, yeah, you're please. more than welcome. There's more. You're um, welcome. Yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that one worked. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks everybody per listening. Uh, <laughs> if you played Stray. Or any other cat games that you loved, or if you have cats that you love, uh, please let us know. Send us some pics. Uh, and you could do that through email at novelgamingpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at novelgamingpod. If you enjoy what we do, you can rate, review, and subscribe to Novel Gaming wherever you listen to podcasts. And we will be back in a couple weeks with a book club episode. And uh, we'll be going, meow. See ya. Bye. Bye. here <laughs> should we all should we we can purr at the we end can, we can yeah i'm trying to think of let's just meow yeah i don't know <laughs> who knows oh, I love it. see yeah. mew later oh, there we go. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh we'll be seeing you yep yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Good luck with that one, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs>